I think there's a beauty too in being midlife and being at this age when you feel sometimes like, God, I've gone through a lot or I'm going through a lot, being able to share your own personal wisdom with somebody younger feels like, okay, it's not all for naught. I am, you know, passing this down. And then you get to be the old sage to somebody that's younger, right? And that's a really cool experience. Yes, I'm learning a lot and staying really, really current, but also inspiring them. It's almost like you remind yourself all the wisdom you do have and all the perspective you have. Hi, I'm Lizzie Bermudez. And I'm Meredith Sinclair. And this is our Halftime Show. A podcast for ladies in the middle, that daunting and delicious midpoint of life. We aim to make the next half the best half, or at the very least, the most fun half. Like a throw pillow from Home Goods, we'll live, laugh, love together as we take a deep dive with expert guests. We'll be talking about sex, style, beauty, fitness, hormones, hot flashes, and working and playing in the Middle Ages. Because the halftime show should be the most fun and entertaining part of the game. Lizzie's pom-poms may be bigger than mine. Yeah, but Meredith can still do a cartwheel and live to tell about it. So join us here and on Instagram at Our Halftime Show. Because our halftime show is about to begin. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our halftime show. First of all, how you doing, Lizzie? I'm good. I'm good. You put me in a really good mood. We're, we're sitting here getting ready to record the podcast. <laughs> and oh, boy, to be a fly on the wall, right? We just started laughing so hard we were crying a bit. And maybe we'll tell you what it's about after we talk about what the real topic is for this show. And today we're going to talk about something that was sparked by a group of new friends of mine um, that I have been getting together with almost every week, every other week for a few months. And it's been really fun. And that is the topic of having friends that are not your age, generation gap friends, right? Lizzie, isn't that what it's called? Like age gap friendships or intergenerational friendships. Yeah. Right. So intergenerational friendships is the serious way to say it. And then just age gap friends. I like that one. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We've looked up some articles on it just to sort of you know see what other people are saying about this too. But really it's about our own experiences. And we think because we're really finding them interesting and fun that maybe if you haven't considered doing the same in midlife, this might inspire you to do it as well. I hope it does. I mean, I I never expected this at this age in, in my life that I would have friends significantly older than me and significantly younger than me yeah. and that I would value them and truly look forward to spending time with them. Yeah. And you know what? So I'm going to reference an article that I looked up and it was in intelligentchange.com. And we can link to this article because it's, it's actually quite lovely and it's short. So it's called Why You Need Friends of Different Ages. And one thing they talk about in here and it goes to what you were just saying, which is like, it's kind of unexpected. And here's kind of why, because as you're raising kids, well, first of all, when you're young, you know, you're climbing that ladder, you're busy, busy, busy with your career or whatever you're doing. And then you have kids. And then typically your friends are your kids' friends, right. parents, your moms or dads or the people that you see every day on the playground or 
the people that are in your location and at the stage of life you're in, because you're, you know, as we all know, in those early years of raising kids, it's like very intense and you don't really have a ton of time to like go out and make all these different friends of different ages. So you, you make friends with people that are right in front of you, mainly, right, 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 in your location. And that works really well in that stage. It worked for me really well. And I love, I still adore my friends that I made during that time. And they're still my friends. But as you get older and your kids don't need you as much and you have some extra time, you do have the time to sort of cultivate friendships like this. And so for me, this actually for me came to your point, you just said it was kind of unexpected. This was unexpected for me. So there's a group of guys at the tennis club that I belong to. And this tennis club has become a real community for my husband and I. And so we're there a lot. And there's this group of older guys. And I want to say they're in there like maybe like late 60s to late 70s. Okay. If they're listening, I'm sorry if I'm like <laughs> over age. They're like, actually, Meredith, we're 50. <laughs> I know they're not 50. What's interesting is when we first joined this tennis club about seven, six or seven years ago, I remember that they used to always be in the little club lounge after playing and they would always have coffee. And the smack talk at the table was so hilarious to me. First of all, I love older men. These guys aren't old. I, really, they're not like old, old, but they're older, right? Hey, they're playing tennis. They're running around. They're oh, in yeah, they're very good yeah. tennis players. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're playing tennis. They're, they're not like using canes or anything. <laughs> but I remember their banter just cracked me up when I, and they were like my favorite people, favorite group to watch play. Uh-huh. So recently I got to know one of the guys in this group at the gym. I would always see him in the gym there. And he texted me, he was like, would you ever want to play with us old guys? And I was like, sure, I'll, I would do that. And so I've been doing that. And very often I'm the only girl, I'm the only one my age with these guys. And I just play with them on Tuesday. And it has become such a bright spot in my week. Again, it's a fun game to play. And I'm mainly used to like playing quick run tennis with like people my own age or younger. And it's a little faster of a game and harder hitting. Probably more competitive, more intense. Yeah, more more competitive, which can be good and bad. Mm -hmm. And in those games, it's about power and speed, right? It's not always for me about patience and placement of the ball and a little more like refined play, you know? And so they've taught me that. And it's very metaphorical to me. Trust me, I love a metaphor. None of that is lost on me. But also the banter during the game or during the match is off the charts, like funny and witty and they're just irreverent and they smack talk each other. And it is so much fun just during the game. And it's not competitive. It's like, we're all out there just to move and have fun and enjoy each other. And then afterward, we sit and have a coffee clutch together. And I <laughs> like I'm learning so much from them. And I love to just listen to their stories. I'm a talker. What? Really? Yeah, I know. I'm a talker, but like it's been really fun for me to just be a listener mostly. I just love to listen to their stories. And so I don't I don't know. It's just I love when they when they ask me to play because you know they'll put it out to the group and I'm always, I'm in. If I can do it, I like respond right away because I don't want someone else to take my spot. <laughs> 
And some of my my girlfriends who played with them are like, well, you're just, you know, the young girl that they like, that they, they just want to see run around the court. And I'm like, no, you know, I guess I am fast. So I, I'm the runner downer of the balls, you know, sometimes depending on who I'm playing with. But there's one guy who's like super fast as well. But sometimes the older guys would be like, you know what, you're going to have to run and get that lob and you're going to have to run and get that. But I love doing that. So I know that I'm there partly for that. But I do think they like me too. <laughs> Anyway, so it's been a joy. It's been an unexpected joy. And I I just have found great value in that. And I know you were talking about, conversely, having younger friends. Yeah. So tell me about that. I have friends from my old TV days and befriended, you know, the production assistants or the producer assistants and have just maintained those friendships throughout the years. And I love it because... I love technology. So from from that aspect, I do love how tech savvy most, not all, but most younger people are. I love pop culture. I love trend spotting, you know, having my finger on the pulse of what's going on. And so having people that I can share that with, or they can direct me to things, you know, we communicate by just sending hilarious videos to each other's TikToks. (laughs) Have you seen this article? Have you seen this post? Did you read this tweet? Whatever it is. I love that. And I, I think there's a beauty too in being midlife and being at this age when you feel sometimes like, God, I've gone through a lot or I'm going through a lot. Being able to share your own personal wisdom with somebody younger feels like, okay, it's not all for naught. I am, you know, passing this down. And then you get to be the old sage to somebody that's younger, right? And that's a really cool experience. Yes, I'm learning a lot and staying really, really current, but also inspiring them, you know, because I remember, it's really funny, I had a talk with this very former young colleague, and at the time, she was like, I mean, you're like, how old? I mean, you're you're done, right? I mean, you've done everything, don't you just like, you're done. And the way she's, I know she didn't mean it like that. Yeah, you're like, can we rephrase? Yeah. (laughs) Define done. (laughs) Exactly. But it was this kind of refresh that I had to tell him, like, hey, people in their 50s still have sex. We still have goals. We still have dreams, right? We still have careers. We still Mm -hmm. have ambitions. And for her, that was a, you know, like, oh, yeah. Because you think about when you're younger and you're in your 30s or 40s and you're just like, think, all you see is what's in front of you. So I do love having the, the younger girlfriends. And then plus their dating stories are just so wonderfully entertaining. That's be awesome. <laughs> Living vicariously. Exactly. That. I mean, hello, those are going to be great stories. And also like what you just said was really interesting about like when you hear yourself talking to them, it's almost like you remind yourself all the wisdom you do have and right. all the perspective you have. Really more than even wisdom, just like the perspective and the point of view that you have that is beneficial to other women younger than you. I mean, I have a couple of women here. I've only been here like seven years and like two of those were like, we were all shut in our homes. But there's a couple girls that are younger than me. And one in particular that I just recently in the past like few months had like a really, really long drinks dinner with, and we couldn't have connected more. And she is like in her maybe early thirties. And that was a surprise to me too. You and I talked about that. Like it was a surprise, unexpected again. And I just love, like, we've got this time to be in the middle of our lives, but also hanging out with 
younger people who fulfill us in one way and older people than us that can fulfill us in a different way. And we've got these three perspectives going on at one time, which is really cool. And you know, now that we do have a little more time to cultivate those friendships, I just think it's really important to think about stepping outside of your age range and the fact that they're going to bring things into your life that you don't see coming, but that will really enliven you. And like this one part of the article that we're going to link to, this sort of sums it up perfectly. And it says, younger friends can offer fresh energy and new ideas and help invigorate the lives of their older peers while having older friends in your life means having access to the wisdom of those who have literally been there before. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't want only friends younger and older than me. I think it's, I really value people who have college age kids or teenagers. Things that are very relatable that you're going through at the same time. Yeah. Yes. That's invaluable too. But it's, kind of cool to step out of that as well and see where you've come from and see where, what it looks like ahead of you. And also make sure you have fun friends in those two. Right, <laughs> that right. <they're> fun. Yeah. <laughs> of course, absolutely. That is funny. I, I do remember sometimes when I'm sharing a lesson or something that's happened with my younger girlfriends, it forces me to stop and get introspective and really think about, wow, look at the stuff that I've been through, that I've lived through. Mm-hmm. And I did that. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, it's really cool to kind of re- to relive that, to appreciate it, to look back and say, yeah, you know, I have had a good life or I've done really cool things. And I have important things to share. Yeah. That are helpful, you yeah. know? And also like the younger friends, how they inspire me too is because I follow them both on Instagram. They do really fun things. You know, they're still like going out and like doing right. cool things. You know what I mean? Like adventures. And I think I, we are, my husband and I are pretty adventurous here in LA. Like it still kind of feels new to us. So uh-huh. we like to go to different music venues and different cool things. I, I, I'm a doer. Like dinners, just dinners and dinners and dinners. Like bore me sometimes. And I like to go do things. The younger people that I watch that are my friends on Instagram are like, oh, they went to like a rooftop movie? Let's go do that. You know, like they can be very inspirational in that way too. They're not tired. (laughs) (laughs) I do love a curl up with a good book at 9.30 p.m. Not going to lie. But it's also sparks like, what are they up to? And maybe we should go do that or try that or I'll, I'll go do that on my own or whatever. It's funny. We have a couple friends that are older than us by... 20 years. And mm-hmm. I will say, Meredith, they can party. Yeah. <laughs> they can party. They can throw down. <laughs> wow. I don't think my tennis guys are partying. <laughs> and if they are, they better invite me. But we also have some friends, a, a couple that are nearby that are amazing. And I love when I get my one-on-one time with each one of them. Mm-hmm because I get really great business advice Mm. from the husband who's 80 and still, you know, CEO of his company and working his tail off, super ambitious. And then his wife, who's had some really interesting life experiences and stopping to hear those. Yeah. I'm always like, I leave and I'm like, yeah, I need to do that. I think I love a one-on-one too, like, you know, with whomever, woman, man, like it doesn't matter. Yeah, I like that. And I think we now have the time, like you said, at this stage of life, we have the time 
to slow down Mm -hmm. and to nurture these relationships that may have not been the center of our universe because we were taking care of other things. Mm -hmm. But now you can take that time to slow down and listen. And I think as you get older, like, I love hearing about people's history and their culture and what they've learned, right? There's just some beauty. It's just, it's better than a books on tape or an audio tape, right? You're just like, oh my God, this is so cool. We have a neighbor here in San Francisco that's in her 90s and she is an original homeowner in the neighborhood. Oh, wow. So she's seen it all. Something just as simple as that, like, I'll let, I'm like, oh my God. She can tell you like, that used to be this, or there was no yeah. house there. And that this these people were there. And we had swinger part. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> in the 70s, like, she's seen it all. Yeah. We have a guy, in, actually, there's a guy in our neighborhood named Mort. And he's 100 years old. Wait, I met Mort. You did meet Mort, the guy who tells dirty jokes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. He tells you the same dirty jokes because God bless him. He can't remember that he told you the dirty joke. And he's been telling me the same dirty joke for the past seven years. And I fucking love it. And I feed into it every time. He's like, you know what I have? CRS. And I'm like, what's CRS, Mort? Can't remember shit. Like yeah. he. <laughs> yeah, but he was telling us that story about how that was all land where you live, right? Mm-hmm. Right. To your point, like he's he has seen this canyon from nothing to this booming little neighborhood that we have now. So yeah, you're right. That's the perspective of it all. It's just fun. So we just want to encourage our listeners to maybe a challenge is in the next month, even not even a week, we're not going to press you, but like in the next month, like think about how you could incorporate friends in a different generation, either younger or older. And just see how that plays out because it's pretty delightful. Yeah. And it can be simple, you know, if you're, I'm in a, also in a busy neighborhood, so it's a lot easier whether I'm out at the coffee shop or taking a walk along the bay because you can stop somebody and say, oh, like, I see you're doing some type of exercise. What are you doing? And just starting a conversation, asking somebody for help goes a long way. And you can start a friendship really easily by saying, oh, my God, I I saw you doing this. How do you do that? Explain that to me. Mm -hmm. People always want to help. Most people. Just talking, like opening up conversations, which I think after, you know, all of us being shut-ins for a couple of years, like I have actually found, I don't know if you found this, that people want to talk more. Like people are way more chatty at the grocery store and at Target and in the neighborhood. Like I think people are like, let's talk to each other. Let's, you know, so it's ripe for the picking doing something like that. And also like to go back to like the tennis club that I frequent, there's a group of women who who play mahjong and they play bridge. I don't know how to play either one of those things. But part of me is like, maybe love to just like, maybe not every week, but, you know, sit with them and see what that's like. And so much of everything that I was reading as we were talking about this, all the studies, I mean, it really is, it prolongs your life. It's good for your mental health because the friendships the community. These are the things that feed our soul that we need to to lead a long, healthy life. It was funny. I was just at Pete's a few weeks ago, which is in walking distance from my house. Mm-hmm. And I noticed at the large table in the back, there were these women and they were all knitting and crocheting. Oh, wow. And I went, how have I been coming to this coffee shop for X amount of years and have never, never seen, seen the them before? And so I just grabbed my coffee and I went over there and Introduced myself and what do you do? You know, like and sat down and got numbers and look at you. 
they're like, yeah, we meet here Monday, Wednesday, Sunday at noon. Join us anytime. We can oh teach you. Yeah, gosh, it was fantastic. Me. They were mostly older women, I would say over 60, over 70. And then there were a few oh. younger ones sprinkled in. But it was so cool just to see this really cool mix of women just in the back of the coffee shop, all just talking and chatting and mm. laughing and knitting. I don't know if you've been seeing it, but I've been seeing it a ton in my Instagram and articles about how connections and friendships, it's literally like one of the top three things for, for longevity and, a, yeah. and happy longevity is your connections. And I think that most times people think when they think of connecting with other people, they generally instantly think people my own age. Like couples are my age, women my age, you know, whatever, having good girlfriends. But I am here to challenge that because these connections with, first of all, different gender and different age than me has been incredible. And it's encouraging me and inspiring me to like keep doing that. It's so funny that you said that on Instagram during the pandemic, I saw an older woman do an Instagram live. She has since gone viral, and there's articles about her. Her name is Sandra Salen, and she's in her 90s. And she's a L.A. Hollywood. Her husband was in the business. She used to be in the business. And now she's an influencer. Oh, my. And I have these conversations with her, and I absolutely adore her. Oh, I'm going to look her up. It's so funny. She didn't know how to do something. And so I made her a little tutorial video. I'm like, okay, Sandy, this is what you do. So see, you're that younger girl teaching her tech. To see, you're like learning from the younger generation. And then you're also that person for somebody in their 80s and 90s. And then she just teaches me like, she just doesn't stop. I mean, she's battled. She's had some serious things, health concerns. And well, you don't get to be 91 and not go through some shizzle. Right. You've been through what? Relationships, kids, births, deaths, everything. And then she does a lot of stuff on, on, on beauty. She's actually, she's 82. Her husband just turned 92. Wow. Um, her handle is Sandra Salen. We'll tag her here. Yes, she's fantastic. And so I just love talking to her and watching her because she's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. And she's got so many great life lessons. And you just see her and she just gets back up and she's just like, Okay, that kind of took me out for a few days or a few weeks, but I'm back. That's awesome. Resilience. I mean, yeah. the resilience of that. Okay, so to to wrap it up, I don't know, I already said it, but I think what we can leave listeners with is just like be open to this and maybe intentionally take a minute to think about how you can connect with some, you know, a few friends or make some friendships in a generation that's not your own. Yeah, we challenge you to do it. You'll thank us. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll feel really, for, for your older, the people that you're older, um, that are older than you, you'll feel really young and spry. And for the people that are younger than you, you'll, you'll feel like a wise sage. So yeah. it's a win-win. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of our Halftime Show. We hope you had fun and learned a little something along the way. We'd love to hear from you, our incredible Halftime Show squad. So come say hey over on Instagram at Our Halftime Show and let us know what topics you'd like us to tackle. Things we should try so you don't have to or fun guests we should beg to come over and play. 
And if you're a fan of this podcast, we'd be ever so grateful if you leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. This helps our show get in front of new listeners and lets us know what you're finding most helpful and entertaining. And remember, in the middle of that next hot flash, the halftime show is always the most fun part of the game.